found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, we made it to the TGIF portion of the week. And here we are ready for Tidbits. Matthew, good morning. Good morning, Dale. You look stylish today. I have I have things going on. I like that look. Thanks, man. That's a good one. Well, I got new fancy pants for my oh, birthday. Oh, is that right? How so about that? More my new fancy pants. That's right. Your birthday was this week. So I got those Look on. at that. Wow. You're such a stylish young man. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and it's... Uh, so, like... The uh, the new police station is has a grand opening. Yes, today. that's right. Yeah, and I've been asked to bless the building. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. I've never blessed the building before, so that's an honor. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I know annually they have the blessing of the bikes, right? You know, and Kirstein's. Mm-hmm. And it's always good to have your bike blessed. You know, there. It's like I didn't know this, and and I've had. Harley Davidsons through the years, many years back, I had one, and mm-hmm. I didn't know that uh, you had someone that gives you a little bell that uh, goes on a piece of your frame. There's a little bell they give you. It's supposed to be for safe riding. No kidding. A little tinkle. <laughs> I never knew that. No. Huh. And yeah, you know, I never had one on the uh, the other one I had years ago. Maybe that's why you know didn't have good luck with it. That's why I'm still, to this day. <laughs> you, know, you would think that I have officially announced that I'm leaving forever, you know, from yesterday, because I'm getting all these <laughs> messages, and it's like, it's like, what? <laughs> they almost make me feel sad. It's like, you know, I'm. it's not like I'm retiring from life. Right. You know, it's one day. You're just getting Mondays off now. That's all <laughs> you know, it is. That's literally all it is. <laughs> you think about it, you know, for the the... The time frame I've done six days a week, it's like I started in kindergarten and graduated. Wow, yeah. You know, six days I yeah. did it that long. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a, that's a long time. That's six, a big chunk. You know, six days, you know? Mm-hmm. And now that I've, you know, I'm like a beaver, that these front teeth keep getting a little longer in the tooth. <laughs> it's, it's like a beaver. It's time to gradually, <laughs> gradually put me out to pasture. Now, we're not there yet. Okay, it's just you know, it's I've got a stranger five day work week than anybody else. There really. you go. So it's true. This uh, keeps the roots of Hoosier Country intact, and those uh, country classic listeners happy. I hope anyway. Right. And uh, anyway, I get. And I don't know about this program, you know. We, you know, because that's the thing. You know, I'm getting on. Oh, when are we going to do Monday? Well, for heaven's sake. Okay? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll probably see how it goes this first Monday. Okay. Now we can't base it off the first Monday. <clears throat> yeah. All right. All right. So in the meantime, go listen to the podcast. Right? <laughs> go listen to the podcast. Fill it in. You know, just fill in that hole. Yeah. And then maybe someday I'll come back, create a studio at home again, <laughs> and I'll set up bright and early to be with Matthew over on the river. <laughs> and we'll... <laughs> <laughs> but if we did that, it'd only be on that station. That's true. Okay, so... And of course, you'd have the, the podcast. I mean, I could make it work. I could come in here and just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> It may not be pretty. It wouldn't be pretty, but it'd be on, you know. 
You know, we've done worse. Let's see. <laughs> Let us try to field the phone calls. I was going to say, a yeah, let's try to give something away. <laughs> That's why we just stick to texting. We, we've had so much good luck. So anyway, we'll just see how it goes, okay? Just see how it goes. Right. That's all we can say. This, uh, I, we never reported this yesterday, but uh, Karen and I mentioned it about Momo, the fugitive monkey. <laughs> Momo? He was in Indianapolis roaming the streets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw this, and people were like getting hurt. Like he was hurting people, right? He was a fugitive. <laughs> An angry fugitive. <laughs> now, what's the last thing you're going to expect in Indianapolis? There's a monkey you know? running around. <laughs> The Far East Side. <laughs> so he was out. He was finally captured. He was out a day <laughs> after escaping his owners uh, in East Indy. He was seen roaming through neighbors' yards, <laughs> hopping on cars, and even scratching on doors. Cops confirmed that he'd injured locals on this rampage. Yeah, on this rampage. <laughs> Now he wasn't built like your average monkey. He was. Uh, he looked different. He was skinny. He was a skinny, was weird, wiry monkey. <laughs> angry face. <laughs> Very angry. Yes. Uh, but he, he's currently in the care of the Indianapolis Animal Care Services, and will be evaluated by veterinarians at the Indianapolis Zoo. So, but you know, it's like you see these um, in nations where monkeys are common. To be outdoors, okay? Right. He'll be sitting there at a park bench or whatever, eating, you know, and they're coming up to steal your food or whatever. (laughs) They wreak havoc. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a chance to go out and do a little something, you know, that (laughs) doesn't normally happen in Indianapolis. What would you do if you'd ran across him? Number one, you'd be, you know, shocked. Yes, you would. And then you wonder if he attacks me, can I take him? Like, can I? <laughs> would you have a chance? Would you have a chance? You know, would he? He's more versatile. He is much more versatile, much more, you know, agile. If he gets on your back, what but do you if he, do? But if he latches on, you know, can you punch him and, you know. <laughs> no, it would just, see, it's funny, but it's, you know, for someone. If you get attacked by a monkey, it's not funny. Yeah. It's, you know. It's funny thinking about it, right? But uh, it certainly wouldn't be funny if it happened to you. So anyway, Momo <laughs> is back, and uh, at least uh, I <laughs> the IMPD posted that was more than enough monkey business for us. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, you have never had an assignment, even if you're like the uh, the person in charge of getting stray animals and so forth. Even you know normal trappers aren't accustomed to trying to get a monkey. Right. <laughs> he was a a patus a patus p a t a s. Okay. Monkey. Different body style than I've seen on a monkey. Yeah. He actually looked rather large to me, but I I don't know for sure. You know, pictures can be deceiving. But he looked like a you know kind of like a dog when he was on the ground. The picture I saw. Right. Kind of a greyhound body, mm-hmm. for lack yeah, of a better, yeah, you know. yeah. And then that uh, shystery face. They've all got the shyster face. Shyster face. <laughs> uh, he's going to come up and steal your coins. <laughs> you know, they're just there 
for monkey business. Also known as the Wadi monkey or Hassar monkey. <laughs> is a ground-dwelling monkey. <laughs> so there you go. That's just so strange that something like that does happen on occasion. Right. Good news, though, he is. And if you're... Okay, let's let's take a step back. Okay. Why why do you have this as a pet? Like what kind of what kind of pet does a monkey make? You know. Now, if I didn't watch a whole lot of Friends, but for a while in Friends, one of those characters had a monkey as a pet. Yeah, but it was a different. It was one of those like the monkey in the at the museum. Okay, the night at the museum. What kind of monkey series. was he? A capucha a cap- or yeah, whatever capuchin, they're called, yeah. something like that. Yeah, capuchin. You know and. You know, that monkey was in a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. See, that's the thing, being the guy that trains all these animals. You know, you make a great living off, you know, sending your monkey to film at the night at the museum. <laughs> but then people were getting these monkeys and realizing yeah. that they're not... They can't know, be. They, <laughs> they're not all yeah. cracked up to I be. I mean, think know. about it. If you had a chimpanzee, all right... As a baby, they're cute, adorable. Right. I've been around a chimpanzee, okay, at the Circus City days years ago, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. in a big old, uh, you know, like on one of the old circus wagons. Yeah. And he smells. He's a smelly creature, and he, he's got feces all over. Sure. And they will throw it at you. <laughs> they will. Okay. And and all they he's absolutely there for will. is for lemon shakeups. He's waiting and begging for lemon shakeups. Right. That's all he wants. That's all he wants. Now I think the capuchin's probably what's used by organ grinders back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. They're cute. They tip their hat. I don't know, man. I've seen I've seen Planet of the Apes. Okay. And that's gotta be real. <laughs> Especially the chimps. You know, I'm You know, they're powerful. They are. You know, much more powerful than, you know, than we are. Rip your arms right off. (laughs) It is 632. We'll uh, come back with more tidbits. The uh, Powerball prize, just for your info, for the weekend. See, Mm. this could be your big birthday gift. That's true. Saturday. Yeah. 1.4 billion. Gosh. That's with a B. With a B. You'd be Maddie the billionaire. Can you imagine? Of course, after taxes, you're well, Maddie. The well, now I'm down to a few hundred million <laughs> millionaire. So, well, I would probably. I mean, honestly, I would probably take the annuity. Okay, and then so on paper, just, on paper, so I would. Be. It. I would. I would absolutely you're be able to write it out. So yeah. then you would be officially. You like winning the lottery for every year for the next twenty nine years. Your name would appear on the Fortune five hundred. Would it? At a, I, I, surely, not everybody's well over a billion on that list, are they? I don't know. You surely could, there. You surely show up there. There it is. There's your name, Matthew. <laughs> your number two hundred and ninety. <laughs> <laughs> right. We. You can look at that while we're in. I'm going to do that, and uh, we'll come back with more tidbits. This is tidbits. Yes, it's Dale's farewell today. <laughs> uh, it's not okay. It just, let's it's just get that. It's not Dale's just going to have Mondays off. So now his weekend is Sunday Monday. That's all yeah. it is. 
That's all it is. That's all it is. It's a change. I know. And I don't care for change either. But in this case, I think I kind of like it. Okay. There you know, you it's, I, uh, but so just be prepared to listen to one of our podcasts, relive some of our funny memories. Okay. And, uh, you know, and we'll figure it out someday. If any day at all, we may like it. We may like a four day format for this. Maybe. All right, Matt, what did you discover? If you won the Powerball at $1.4 billion, would you make the list? I would absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm at Forbes.com. Okay. And this is the 400 richest people in America. All right. And coming in at 395 which is as low as it goes for some reason. Okay. Um, is Daniel Sundheim. <laughs> okay. He's 46 years old, lives in New York, wow. New York State. Um, he's a hedge fund, hedge fund. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. Um, and he is worth $2.9 billion. Why didn't we get in that field? Okay. We weren't smart enough. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I could wear a suit and act smart. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? You just. Yeah. You, you know, just. You walk in rooms confidently and act like you belong. And People give you money, you invest it, and voila. <laughs> so you wouldn't be close to even being on the list. No. No, not at all. At $1.4 billion. Yep. Well, hold on here. Okay. On here. Um, now, if this list were 25 years ago, I think easily you would be on there. Oh, for sure. For sure. But now it's like with things the way they are, it's just unreal. So All right. Okay. No, it's fine. Okay. This, All right. Okay. I, I, <laughs> this is, it, the website's a bit confusing. Okay. All right. Um, but I, I did a, uh, I did a net worth okay. ranking. All right. It's still 2.9 billion. So you have five, yeah. five people, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight people that are tied for. Okay. That's. Two point nine billion. All right, including Bill Austin, who's eighty-one years old, <laughs> lives in Texas. Oh, made Uncle his, Bill <laughs> made his made his fortune in hearing aids. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Wow. Jay Hyatt Brown, eighty-six years old, lives in Florida. Got his fortune in insurance. Wow. Um, old Ray Davis, Ray's eighty-one, lives in Texas, and uh, he's a he's a pipeline magnet. No kidding. Makes pipelines. Yeah. Wow. Chris Larson, sixty-three, he's from California. He's in cryptocurrency. Oh, see, we should have him on and have him yeah. explain what the deal is. Because we still, to this we day, still don't, don't get know. It. No yeah. one's ever came in. C. Dean Metropolis, <laughs> 77, lives in Florida. It just says investments. See, you make the right investments, look right. at you. And then I told you about Daniel Sundheim, who's yeah. 46, lives in New York, does hedge funds. Wow. So I'm, I'm 48. He's 46. Okay. We've done very vastly different things with our lives. Yes. See? <laughs> And it would list you as a broadcaster and uh, a pastor. Yeah. So you'd have like a double title there. I would. I would. And people would think, wow, that's where the money is. Now let's do it. <laughs> but uh, you won't make the list, so we don't have to worry. Right. You've got to buy your ticket. So let's go um, Let's go to the top of the list. Okay. All right. Top of the list. How much is the top? Elon Musk. Okay. At number one. With a net worth of $251 billion. <laughs> That's unreal. Right? And his wealth goes up, down, up immensely. Yeah, yeah for sure. 
Uh, Jeff Bezos, right behind him, $161 billion. Wow. Larry Ellison from Oracle, 151. Warren Buffett, uh, 121. Larry Page, Google, 114 billion. Bill Gates, 111 billion. Bill Gates has been out of it for how many? And he's still, yeah, you know, still up there. Gosh. What happened to what's his name? The uh, Facebook fella. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, where's he? He is at number eight. Okay, so he's $106 billion. I don't know how he's doing it. Man. So that's um, what you got to do to make the list. Yep. So good luck to you. (laughs) Someday, perhaps you'll... Someday, somebody's going to hit one trillion. You think so? Someday. Of course, they're still a long way... Well, they're in the 100s right now of billions. Yeah. Somebody soon will be a half a trillion. Mm. Anyway... Yeah. A trillion. A trillion. A trillion. Just think about that. Anyway, here's uh, probably what's going on in the White House. <clears throat> okay, we we had the poor dog that uh, Matthew, we talked to if his youth, an old yeller, he was uh, misbehaving. So Matthew's got to walk him out to the field and blast him. Okay, but uh, uh. President Biden has mistreated his dogs by punching and kicking them. No. Now, Pete is going to get all over this guy now. Right. That's something to, that uh, sources close with conservative watchdog judicial watch. Now, it's conservative watchdog. Why, he's a puppy kicker. (laughs) There's a big, vast difference. That man (laughs) punches dogs. It says, video has surfaced. Showing Joe Biden kicking his dog in the noggin after tripping on his leash. So he's kind of like, you know, let's think back to when you're seven or eight and you're with your dog. You're angry. Your parents just scolded you. You're outside. Your best friend on earth, your dog's there with you. (laughs) You trip over his leash. (laughs) Right. right. And you take it out on him. You're a kid. It's not the dog's fault, but... Commander <laughs> says follows Major, <laughs> uh-huh. another German Shepherd, as a White House dog removed for biting incidents under Biden. So he just has. He's nothing. making him mean. <laughs> That's what it is. He's making him mean. <laughs> so anyway, I, who on earth, seriously, wants to be president? I okay. I it's don't just. Know. You just always scrutinize. Yes, you can't you do anything. Every single thing you do. If you trip and fall, there you are. Yeah, well, look at him. He can't walk. <laughs> you can't win. He's not fed for office. <laughs> so, anyway, aren't you just. So, okay, I'm looking at the video okay, right now. All right. right. Okay, what do you got? And uh, it, honestly, they just got off um, the helicopter. Okay. What is that? Is that Marine One <laughs> yes. helicopter? All right. And, uh, yeah, the dog kind of wraps around him, okay. and he gets kind of tripped up. And then it looks like the dog <laughs> went under him again, and oh. he was trying and, – and Biden was, like, trying to regain his balance. <laughs> and, yeah, maybe his leg ran yeah. into the dog, but it – But it doesn't look like I it's wouldn't say he reared back and kicked okay, it. I didn't, so, yeah. See, there we go. Depends on who's reporting this from a conservative source. Right. So they're going to make it seem terrible. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. But how many times have we ever had really 
a lot of stories pertaining to dog bites in the White House. And all the presidents seem to have dogs. Right. I don't, you know. And again, are they really taking care of them? We need to get back to the old days <laughs> where the president has a bunch of weird animals, like, like raccoons and rhinos and, you know, tortoises out there. Like, that's what we need. We need to bring back exotic animals in the White House. Then you've got a reason to go tour the White House. There you House. go. Well, this is the presidential elk. Here he is. Uh, so anyway and that you know there were different presidents that had specific breeds these mm-hmm. guys evidently like german shepherds right we've had spaniels we've had you know all kinds of different types of dogs through the years that have been chosen by the president so <laughs> peacocks we need all that we need all that stuff just walking around the white house oh man <laughs> We need to get back to that. It just turns in. <laughs> you walk in, you hear a peek. <laughs> they pardon the turkey and they just let it run around. All right. Now, this is kind of creepy. An electronic tongue <laughs> that can potentially replicate human preferences for certain foods is in development. Why? Why do we need this? Researchers at Penn State say this breakthrough comes as researchers aim to integrate emotional intelligence, including likes and dislikes influenced by taste, into artificial intelligence, as we know it, AI. Eating habits serve as a prime example of this emotional intelligence, while hunger is the physiological drive to eat, our choices of what to eat are influenced by our sense of taste and a process known as, it's not known as that, is it? Gustation? Gestation? I, I it gustation. Be just, anyway, I, I think they've misspelled it. Well, hold Something on here. Hold on here. Right. Let's okay. let, me, um, let me do some of this. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Gustation, okay. the action or faculty of tasting. All right. So you're going to rely on this thing to, to develop your food taste products at the supermarket, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And if it's got a putrid taste for stuff, then you're not going to, you know? Got a putrid how are you going to? That's just not right, uh, is it? Well, I mean, it just, I don't know. It's like some people like booger jelly beans, okay? Licorice, <laughs> you know? Is this thing going to be in charge of all the things that taste terrible? You know? Yeah, they're going to pick the one that's into all the Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're going to use that as our. Our go-to. You know. He likes boogers. <laughs> Taste this pizza. How is it? Why oh, do we need, delicious. Why do we need something like that to tell us? Why don't you use a human taste tester? Employ someone. Okay. Is that what some people do for a living? Well. Taste food? AI's I mean. just going to eliminate every job. You know, it's not going to, there's not going to be anything. You know, back in the day, maybe, maybe this is a good thing, because back in the day, you had someone whose job was to taste the food before the king ate it to make sure it wasn't poisoned. You know, now that that person's going to be out of a job. <laughs> Every day you're, before you go to breakfast, you're down on your knees. Uh, yeah, please, please let it let it be normal. Let it be normal. So what would it do? What, okay. And see, I'm envisioning this as, you know, with AI. 
you know, it takes a big lap. Okay, it's got. I just envision it's like a cow tongue. Yeah. Okay. See, so yeah, this. Yeah. So like, it, you just get the food, you just sort of like slap it on, <laughs> and then it like slides off. You know. And then if it's it's poisonous or whatever, right? It, <laughs> this isn't good. I don't know. Uh, Why do we need that stuff? I I don't know. I don't know. And the more I think about AI, the more I dislike it. I really do. Okay. I, you know, I've I've got a friend that's involved in in an industry that right now they're going with AI. You know, yeah. and it's going to eliminate a lot of physical people. Yeah. You know, the more it, the more advanced it gets. Yeah. It's yeah. just uh, I don't think it. You know, what what will you do for a living? Will, will the government then turn into a society where we all get I had, I had paychecks? Some, I had a um, I had an issue with a login for a website okay. at church the other day. All right, and so I went to the support, and the the first part of the support was nothing but a AI chatbot. Okay, and so it's like, tell me what's wrong. So I typed it out. It seems like you need this. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, and it, you know did whatever. And then it got me to a certain point, and I'm like, it still doesn't work. And then it put me with someone real who did fix it. But it's like up until then, it was like guiding me through this process. Okay. Of, you know. You didn't fall in love with it, did you? I did. I did. <laughs> I gave it my number. It hasn't I haven't heard back from it, but Hey, big boy. <laughs> Tell me your problems again. So there, so there you go. No, it was, but it was, it was <laughs> kind of fascinating. But at the same time, you yeah. know, you're right. It was kind of like it's like I'm, I'm scared. Yeah, you know, I'm. You know, I, well, as we well know, with me not being here Monday, I'm at the tail end of uh, my career anyway. I'm just <laughs> virtually finished. But <laughs> so what do I care? But that's right. But yeah, I'm, I'm really concerned about it. Yeah, and. Um, and some of the higher up smart people are very concerned as well about the ill effects that could very well happen with it. Yeah. I, yeah, I heard something about, uh, I don't know, I don't want to get into it because I can't talk about it uh, smart enough. You know, I'm not smart enough. It's like cryptocurrency. We yeah, know yeah. very little about it. And people make a lot of money at it. That's, yeah, obviously. But, but um, not us. We're losers. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dead Bits returns Tuesday. Tuesday. At uh, this uh, same time, so again, no Monday show, and um, you know, I will still be working. I still have a career. <laughs> I just work, I just work one less day yeah. out of the out of the week. By the way, Bears fans, congrats! They won last night. How about that? Way to go, Commanders! Forty to twenty. That's a big win. Bad news for Bears fans. Dick Butkus passed away. I saw that, and uh, he was eighty. So uh, you know course we're out of time look at the time look at the time and i'll see you tuesday bye see See you buddy this has been tidbits with dale Lau and matthew paul we appreciate you listening and we ask that you consider subscribing leave a comment leave a like and thanks for stopping by we'll talk to you again next time on tidbits